that shit you you be having to be honest like last I think that's year, the darkest part to be honest yeah so. especially for a black man too yeah mental health you yeah. gotta just come out that shit and just be like bro no I'm not I, niggas ain't good like facts I was telling <laughs> niggas that all last year I'm not good right now I'm so do y'all good. believe in therapists yeah I, I do. do I do personally me my therapist is God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been the type to wanna pay somebody to listen to what I was on my mental. I had to call my family back home mm. or when in doubt, talk to God about it. But like, that's just me. Mm-hmm. I know everybody had their own preference well, of how sure. they need to talk right. to somebody, but I just don't believe I gotta, you know, check in and be like talking to somebody random See. and they, they, they don't even know me. Right. And I'm spilling all my feelings and all that. And I'm probably wondering like, well, I wonder what they thinking, me spilling all these thoughts to them when they go home. I'm pretty sure they don't care because they getting the money or whatever, but I'd rather just save my money and just talk to God. Right. I mean, in a sense, that's still therapy, though. It's just how you choose to use it. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, a lot of times people use therapists because they don't feel comfortable talking to other people. They would rather talk to a stranger. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a lot of people that would rather talk to a stranger because a lot of times people just want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a therapist can kind of tell you what's wrong, right? And I'm doing quotes because some people want to be told what's wrong with them mm-hmm. versus being honest and just admitting what's, what you know is wrong with you. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, some people got other stuff going on, right? Like, I don't believe I'm one of them people. Like, I don't think I'm schizophrenic or nothing like that. But the battles I have with, like, depression and stuff, that's stuff I got to be honest with myself about. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I got to sit down and say, nigga, you are not good here. You put on this fake smile. Your social media low. Like, you, mm-hmm. you start yeah. thinking about the shit that you put on yourself, right, that leads to you feeling that drain mm-hmm. when you come home. You feel me? And it's like, damn, okay, this might be why I feel this way. I was I was in a spot where I was just like, and Vince had to get me out. Like I think it was just like a childhood trauma type of thing. Um, it was like I don't feel like I deserved happiness. Nothing in my life seemed happy, or even like the all the good shit that did happen. I didn't really give a fuck because the, all the negative shit was more prevalent in my life than all the positive shit. And you know, and then you know, it's like sometimes like my mom does this thing where she's like. Well, you know, you I don't know what life that you feel like you lived or whatever the case may be. I said, well, you're not me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So how you seen that situation is different from how I seen the situation. And I and I feel like that's not fair that parents do that a lot. Like, right. oh, you didn't have it that hard. We was, you know, mm-hmm. but like you don't know what that looks like to a kid. You know what exactly. I mean? Not to get this at this moment and you got to wait and teach things and like just things that you're not prepared for. And I feel like parents don't do a good job in teaching those lessons of adulthood mm-hmm. like we get through the teenage years you know your puberty stages but nobody talks about what happens in your 20s the real shit that happens in your 20s right. like you get these moguls that'll talk about like oh well you know learn this this and you'll be successful that shit is not real shit. that yeah. shit is not real bro it's some niggas that is like homeless and all strung out on drugs, right. niggas is depressed, and niggas just trying to find a way. It's niggas like, like right now, we're all out of college and still trying to find our ways and, and things of that nature. But I feel like it's even hard now because there's no guidebook. And yeah. I literally was bitten to my mom. I said, I don't have a blueprint. Right. I don't have nobody to say, hey, like, this is really the direction, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take you under the wing. And I said, maybe that is, like, an abandonment, like a father thing, like, you know, when it comes to male mentorship. Like, if you're not trying to engage into like what I'm trying to do or trying to assist or help or you leave me astray then I'm like fuck you you know what I mean and I'll just figure it out Mm -hmm. but that leads to like self-destruction and stuff like that 
And on a, and another aid to that, I feel like a lot of the times that, we, like you said, we know what was wrong with us. We just don't want to fix it. For sure. You know what I mean? So I think it's a lack of uh, mentorships. It's I, I never liked the mentorships. I said that like in an earlier episode. Like I hate male mentorships. It's just because it's like when you when that figure is not the figure you want to be in your life or hasn't been in your life is like why are you talking to me like you're not an authoritative figure like if you never had that prevalent early on then it's like nigga i don't have to listen to you i don't have to abide by your rules because who are you to me right. at the end of the day because if you're not and that's still that inner child somebody said you have to leave that in order for you to be successful and and like we had like long talks he said you need to take away that defensive like childhood inner city feel mm-hmm. Like in order for you to really let go and stuff like that, but sometimes you you still need that that yeah. that guard because you don't know it's a lot that's of what's evil people. Kept you safe. Like, yeah, literally, like, like that's literally kept me grounded. Like <laughs> nigga, I could have been doing anything. Like, no nah, facts. Shit is shit is weird, and I think a lot of the times where it's like shit when you nobody like we were just talking about nobody gives you any encouragement that a bitch like uh i remember i was watching that juice world documentary and we talked about this too Mm -hmm. um he was talking about a bitch like yeah i may have riches i may have all this but i'm a i'm a strung out junkie in real life you know what i mean i just now i have resources to get Mm -hmm. everything but i'm fucking depressed nobody understands me i'm saying it in my music but these shits is bops so you're not (laughs) like like all right i was talking to vince and i seen the tiktok you ever seen like hey y'all like the song mm-hmm. and he's talking about like a breakup mm-hmm. but and he says it real low he says y'all don't hear me y'all just gonna keep dancing and then it goes to the chorus mm-hmm. but nobody I ever never even heard that part right yeah, you never sure. heard that part but it's like a lot of people and like believe what you say what Kanye like he's talking about like all his shit going on mm-hmm. but you like to beat the up the upbeat tone and the Lauren Hill uh sample and shit like that so you're not really engaged on what you're saying but he's really pouring his heart out and shit like that I feel like I've been rambling. You took the mic, but you ain't been rambling. You made some good-ass points. Cause yeah. like, all the way back to what you said about your parents. Like, I don't think in a lot of people's lives, right, single-parent homes, you can get provision and love, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to the single mother, uh, mother's man. Shout out to, shout out to them. Like, my mom was a great mom, right? Like, she great provider. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, but I ain't, she ain't teach me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the shit I learned... I learned alone, you feel me? But I still, I never feel like she was a bad mom, you feel me? It's like, I never went without. But I'm talking about how to fight, how to cut a yard, how to talk to a girl. Like, all that shit was me Mm. in television. Cosby's or whatever the fuck, which is probably not the best. Nah. Cosby was a great show. Single mother. Theo was a bad person. Cosby was a great show. But um, nevertheless, like, so it's like, it took me getting older to realize, damn, this really hard to maintain, Mm -hmm. to make it look like you're not struggling. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and I, I said that word, those words specifically because we were still struggling. It just didn't look yeah. like it. So I'm like, damn, okay. So now it's like, I'd be scared to have a kid now. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's still shit. Like you said, like inner child shit. It's like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Some days I wake up, it's some days I wake up, bro, like, damn. I wish my pops would have been, you feel like I wish my pops would have been there. Like, I wish he would have taught me how to do X, Y, Z. I wish, uh, but in a capacity that he could, you feel me, when he could afford to come around and he got his shit together, like he did come around and did a hell of a job. But it's like, you do gotta kill that inner child because there's a lot of hurt that's attached mm-hmm. to that, and you project it, and you feel, like, and if you're not gonna project it, then you're gonna put it on yourself. Yeah, you're gonna seclude it, like be seclusive. So it's important to have that two parent household. I think so. Type ordeal because you mean, don't you don't see too many of that nowadays. No, but you know from 
like the people I know that do come from two parent households be really fucked up too, mm-hmm. because now you have two fucked up people raising you in a mm-hmm. sense. You know what I mean? Now yeah, you may you may have your father's temperaments or you may have your mother's on whatever. So even though those come and combined and you see the love and but they have on to be low, healthy. They have to be healthy as well. So now when you come to a point where it's like when you really sit down with those kids with the same, you'd be like, Oh well, I don't I didn't fuck with this and this and this and that. They rather their parents not be together mm-hmm. than anything else. And I don't know, like growing up with a single parent, like I've never seen my mom dibble and dabble like mm-hmm. with other niggas. She just did her thing. I probably heard about it being nosy, Type but shit. it was never like in my face. And I feel like now new generation parents mm-hmm. are making it so in their kids' faces. Like I'm fucking with X, Y, and Z. I'm I'm here. I'm there. Like social media has fucked that up for, for sure. raising new children. Mm-hmm. See, see, seeing how we talking about social media, it's it's fucked up everything yeah mm-hmm. society alone relationships how you view people how you view your life just because somebody is leveling up does not mean you gotta Man. tap it through their story and you gotta copy the same thing that they're doing everybody mm-hmm. got their own avenue yep. but we got a lot of people nowadays that portray everything off tv mm-hmm. celebrities and it's like i can't have them same conversations with people anymore because it's just like why are you, you basing everything off of, of a show mm-hmm. yeah but what deems a real relationship now? Because everything that you, like, what you was talking about even in the last episode about the sex, everything is equated from Twitter. Oh, I seen yeah. this bitch do this shit on Twitter. I got to see this. Oh, I Twitter, seen Instagram, that TikTok, this everything. motherfucker gave me a million gifts. I seen it on Twitter. I need to emulate this in my relationship. Oh, oh, motherfuckers like they, uh, motherfuckers are spitting in their mouth. Oh, that's a new trend. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. Let me right. do this. So what deems a real relationship in this new age of everything? Because everybody's mimicking some type of style. That's, that's hard. That's, 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 it's like a, it's like a fucking brainwashing vision board. You Mm -hmm. don't, you don't know what to really believe and what you want because all this shit is so many different people's opinions on how things could be guided at once. You don't even know what you want for Mm -hmm. yourself. One time, uh, back in college, we was doing like some, um, affirmations and stuff. And we were talking about the kind of things we look for in affirmations, the kind of things that we, uh, try to, uh, the affirmations we try to give to our partners or love languages and stuff. That's what it was. And um, I had to admit, like, I don't know what my love language is and I don't know if if I've only adapted a love language on based on what I think it's supposed to look like. Like, this is how I'm supposed to treat a person. This is how I'm supposed to do all that based on um, what I had thought it was supposed to look like. Natural feeling. Yeah, so it was like, um, I'm trying to, I'm losing my point, but it was like, I don't know if this is me or if this is just what I've been told it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I and I think to the like to that point with social media, I think there's a lot more creatives right in the world, but I think there's way less individuality, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think, bro, I was in the club in Houston right this past weekend or two weekends. Or I was that actually because like y'all was it going up for real. It was a great time. <laughs> it was a great time. But what I seen in there was people in a section, right? Mm-hmm. So they. For the most part, the party scene has got rid of the dance floor. Mm, yeah. So it's all sections, and so many people got their phones propped up, either recording a video or making TikToks. a TikTok. And it's like, content is reality now. Yeah. And that's a spooky thing because now it's like we, we're talking about the negatives of social media and how it affects our relationships and our mental health and stuff. But at the same time, it's like, 
it's getting worse. Yeah. Like, it's reality is starting to become less and less prevalent. Like, you can mm-hmm. buy gas, um, on, on, like, take a loan on gas. Or I don't even know the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, like, Carnage, like, yeah. I need gas right now, but I can buy it on a credit card. Like, I can mm-hmm. buy it on credit. Mm-hmm. But then I'm going to go home and not go nowhere. I'm going to put on an Oculus. Or I'm going to get on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, the metaverse is becoming more real. And that's scary because it's really affecting us that much. And I know a lot of us yeah. feel like, nah, I ain't getting affected that much. Yes, you are. The way you dress, the way you talk, the way you your dance moves. How we, you talk to your girl. We men, you feel me? So we do certain shit based on the trend of what women enjoy. <laughs> so, boom, like, it's social media is crazy. And I think the only way to break it is, like, for the next big creative to find a way to bring people attention away from it, to, but it's hard. We need to, like, literally... You you remember how, like, Nick used to do the Worldwide Dead Play? Yeah. Like, yeah. where they shut that shit down? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's what needs to happen. Like, niggas, we, we gotta, like... Put your but, phones down. Like, it was stuff like that. But that go back to, like, the lives that we are living. Like, a lot of us... Like, shit, it, it be times where the life you live in, even though you're in reality... It's not enjoyable. Right. So you got to go on there and you got to, like, spend your hours and your days on there and, and, like, do that. And I so that's, like, I get what the metaverse is, but it is not healthy because you're not really healing yourself. All you're doing, especially when you're on these apps and stuff, all you're doing is, like, numbing yourself. Right. Like, you 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 get off of that and now you you back and you within yourself, but you, like, you're not really there no more, for real, for real. Yeah. Like, it, it don't be the same no more, like. It'd be too much on social media. Like, you become desensitized. Um, uh, they be showing dead people on social All media. It's it, like, and you don't. When, I used to see that shit, and, and like on Facebook in middle school and shit, you see something happen or somebody even come close to dying, and you like, damn, bro, that's a, that's a life. Now you see it, and it's like, damn, bro, just died. So I. Okay. And like, and then also too, like when people get into like car accidents mm-hmm. or yeah. in the hospital. You ain't gotta post that on the media, bro. Mm-hmm. Keep heal heal in private by yourself. I think it's an attention thing. Yeah, yeah like for sure. and then people will cry and be on social media too, like you look dumb. Attention yeah. is a currency now. Yeah. And it's valuable. It's a drug. You feel me? It's valuable as hell. Like, Black Mirror drug. gave these niggas the blueprint. Like, y'all ever watch Black Mirror? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that? You it's on Netflix. It's you on gotta Netflix. watch it. It's like uh it's an anthology series based on like technology and stuff and just like how in the end technology is gonna end up fucking us up. I see I seen like a little documentary uh with with social media of how like, you know, when you thinking of certain things and your phone pop up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it does that. It does. Crazy it's, I heard it's like a, um, it's a device recording you. Like, say if we're talking about mm-hmm. airplanes and shit like that. Like, I was just talking to Vince about something. And all that shit will come up in my ads and Flight stuff like that. Yeah, that like, thing, all yeah. that will come up in my ads. So it is a, like, a, it's a thing that is like a recording device in your thing to, like, give you what you're interested in type of shit like that. It's weird shit. And then I think, um... Just going back to, like, the mental health stuff, and it, it forces you to eventually be like, all right, these are some of the things that I expect. These are the, right. some of the ways everybody living this way. I should be living this way. And I think that causes people to, like, um, like y'all said, kind of really be harder than on yourself because you watching niggas your age, especially when, like, I'm, I'm 25, so I consider myself to be older now. So it's like when you 22 and you watching niggas live, like, and these like and and now I'm being older and watching twenty two year olds or eighteen year olds and mansions and stuff niggas talking about I'm getting like this kind of currency it'd be like bro not even on the hating shit but it's like what is life 
Like, what is yeah. this shit actually? What is what is this shit, bro? And it, and it fuck you up, bro, because it's like one of the struggles I had with college. You know I mean? Like, when we talked about it was I was older already. So, like, I would see people who just act certain ways and, like, the attention and shit. It's like, what, what the? Am I doing something wrong? Like, am I missing something? Like, I'm right. struggling to get through this bitch. And y'all niggas is, you feel me? Like, it, college was such a weird reality check for me because it was, like, hood, gangbanger, suburban kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. You grew up in a nice area, but you want to be gangster. That don't make sense. Then you would have like the the super rich young nigga who you from doing whatever you got to do to get money. Like that makes sense to me, but it's also like, damn, I must be doing something wrong. Mm. Like, so you see all this shit on social media. So now you amplify. It. I should not know what anybody is doing in fucking L.A., bro. Like I shouldn't. Yeah. Like in Hollywood, mm. I shouldn't know how you living in Hollywood, bro. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be acting like it's casual. But then you look at the psychology of it. That is casual to them. Like I said, it was a tweet. I'm sure y'all probably seen it. If y'all didn't, but a lady said a hundred thousand dollars a year wasn't a lot. Of All money. year, she said ten thousand. She said uh, ten thousand a month, right? Yeah, she couldn't survive Dude. off ten thousand uh, a month. She said and she she's couldn't 25 survive. Twenty five years old. I'm like, well, what are you spending? Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. So it's like to her, she might not like because of her spending habits and because of what is normal to her. Mm-hmm. It might not be enough. But I. But it took me a while to get to that point because I'm like. Ten thousand a month. Being, that it, it all goes. It all goes back to like when bro. you were in high school and they not teaching that financial literacy. They're never gonna do that. They're never ever. You living outside your mean, means at that point. Don't get me wrong. Certain shit is going up. Rent has gone up. Uh, gas obviously has gone up. Food has gone up. But food ain't even food. No. Yeah. Certain shit just like, don't. It don't. Like it, it's the need to to keep up with people and to have to be like, all right. I'm on this wave. This is what I'm doing. $100,000 a year right now, for me, especially at 25, nigga, I would be okay. I would be more than okay Super with straight. that right now. Ten, if I'm getting 10K a month, nigga, I'm chilling. I think the, the saving, bro, the, the, the real villain here <laughs> is fucking Elon Musk. Why is he the that villain? That nigga was about to buy Twitter. In cash, yeah, in cash, cash. forty three billion dollars in How cash. Dare he tried you? to buy but it. Not, not even. That. <laughs> I would have dropped Twitter that day though. I ain't go the out. Re- like, what? The like, reason, start doing subscriptions. The reason That's why fine. I say that shit, this nigga is trying to figure out how to implement people's memories into something else, mm-hmm. and he's trying to take over something that is very opinionated and morph it into something. If that is not like the ideas of like a science, uh, like a intelligent mm-hmm. villain, bro, like okay. not saying like he probably is a great person, you know what I mean? But like those are like telltale red flags. Hey, y'all, like this nigga is like mm-hmm. on some. I know how to rule the world. He not without. a narcissist, but it's something else. Like a um, what's the other shit called? Where it's like uh, bro, they like uh. I'll just go what letter does it start with? I feel like it's it's like pathology, not pathology, but it's like uh, that nigga know. is basically setting shit up, like he said. But it's a he's doing it in a certain way where it's like this seems simple, this seems simple, this seems simple, but all three of these things is connected, and they go fuck. I'm gonna fuck some shit up when I do that. Like like mm-hmm. the spooky part is if he let's say he is evil, right? He already got enough to to accomplish whatever he's gonna accomplish. Right. Sadly, but if he not the person after him. Like, I'm more worried about the person that comes after Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos stop having that war. Like, the person that comes Bill and gets Gates them to combine their money together or something. Like, mm-hmm. that's the person that's scary to me. Because, I mean, as bad as we wanted to avoid it, like, even though it's just movies and shit, like, people really want human robots. Like, yeah. 
the world wants that for some reason. You feel like the world wants. I just seen something like it was a box, but it was a whole house, but mm-hmm. it was just a box, and they it was an Elon Musk smart house or something like. That's the world we want to. They want to go to. Mm-hmm. Niggas is going to Mars for fun or to the moon for it's fun. Not like, fun. Them I feel like we, them we are trying to die. They know <laughs> that the planet, like not on no conspiracy shit, but I believe all, in the conspiracy. We we so. all like all these scientists just got arrested for for peacefully protesting and saying like, yo, the world is fucked right now. Niggas gotta get our shit together. That shit don't get covered. It's not on no major news stations at all. Like niggas is trying to get up out of here. Y'all getting all these rich, all these prices is going up. Y'all creating metaverses for niggas to live in. Raising the pay rate. We in fucking um, Wally and any oh, other fact. like uh, post-apocalyptic world where niggas is like, y'all seen Ready Player One? Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, seen that. That Shit was... like that, living on top of each other, but living in a whole another metaverse. And it's like, if niggas just take the time and fix what we got here right now, we will be okay. We, I don't. That shit ain't good. That shit ain't healthy for you, bro. It's not, bro. Where do you where do you see the world in like five to ten years? Five? I don't think I don't think it's much different. I think it's like at the pace it's going more technology. You feel me? More shit unaffordable. I don't think in our lifetime we're going to be to see like the real, real fucked up area in our lifetime. I feel yeah. like we're about to have a, a World War Three with the, with the shit that's going on right now in the Ukraine and, mm-hmm. and Russia. Then it could keep. Bringing up nukes and it's just, it's I mean, like that's every dictator though. No, but it's like every you gotta Putin, just look Putin, at right. We Was know Putin, Putin or Putin. Yeah, yeah, Vladimir, whatever. What I can't think of it, it makes name. no sense for <laughs> world-ending bombs to even exist. Mm-hmm. If we know we drop one of these bombs, the whole planet is gonna be fucked up, or niggas is is gonna cause. It should be no reason for no person to have that kind of power. No one person should be able to decide for a whole country of people, yeah, we about to go to war and we about to and even the idea of war to me is like dumb as hell. Y'all y'all niggas is like coming into people's homes and fighting and shit. Y'all wanna settle some shit? Y'all we clear out when, find an island, and y'all niggas y'all get shit done there. Duke it out. Y'all have a really Battle Royale and, exactly. and, and live stream that shit. It, it made me stop playing Call of Duty because you Bro. know they might. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yo KD Ray. Oh you shoot good. You want to that shit? I low key think that should be giving you PTSD. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. Bro, because especially having them headphones in and them headphones and you like hearing certain shit and they'd be like, bro, like this is simulating you going to war. Every time you hearing loud explosions, you like, what the fuck is that? Like you, you in urgency. Like you see what I'm saying? No, I definitely think people got PS. Like those people who be rage quitting. Like uh, before it be got before it got popular. Yeah, like before sense. it was popular to record yourself doing it. I think they would really feel something. Like I ain't gonna lie, be days on the game where I'm mad for real. Like mm-hmm. bro, I'm getting off. I'm not about to break my shit because I spent money on it, but. I'm getting off. I'm mad. Mm. My homie just did protect that, yourself. You feel me? Like, like I'm from upset. what's I heard, I heard this nigga literally break his. Like you hear it breaking a fucking controller because he's mad. Like, like about it, some shit. Niggas used to hoop or play football or play baseball or something. Like you would get mad, right? Two K. You feel me? Like you, even before it was a game. Like you'd be hooping and you lose. You might kick the ball. Mm. You might throw the ball or something. Mm. You, you're not necessarily trying to fight or you're not like that mad. You mad, but you ain't that mad. The game has made people more mad than I've ever seen somebody mad about stressed a sport. Stressed out. Yeah. Like, Very stressed crazy. out. Because I ain't going to lie. I've been, I've, I'm replaying Saints Row right now, and I'm at a point where it's like I keep having to redo the same mission. I keep beating the mission. My shit not saving. So now when I do go back, it is like 
nigga, like that shit, I feel that shit come up in me, <laughs> and it'd be like, <laughs> but it's like it ain't enough to break the controller. Yeah, all right, so let me so let me ask y'all this. I don't mean to cut y'all no, off or anything, but this this is really good because I'll be looking for conversations like this. So all all y'all are gamers, right? Y'all mm-hmm. play the game. Well, well, not not all the mm-hmm. not all the time, but you had your days when you want to mm-hmm. play. Do you miss the games that they had back then when they had like the P one, the P two, yeah. all the games that you used to play? And then nowadays, now with the P four and the P five, it's not too many games that you. So, it's not too many games. so well, I was just talking. I literally I was in Philly for like two weeks, uh, and I was talking to my homies back at the crib, and we were saying. I said, "Remember, I was playing this game called Brutal Legend. It was like Jack Black mm-hmm. had his name. Yeah, I played. Like I played that. That's right. a whole game. Yeah. So I said, "What happened to the games with the storylines? Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck. It's got to be multiplayer battle royales. That's it. That's all you can play now. Mm-hmm. That has is nothing. It's nothing now that substance. has substance to Everything like. Everything is like Jeff Jam fight for New York. So I still I still play RPGs. My fault. I still play RPGs. It's some real good storylines out there. I think we just expect a lot because everything else has a massive storylines too. Like Saints mm-hmm. Row has a storyline, right? Mm-hmm. But it don't take itself serious. But like the first two, like yeah. their storyline was pretty good. So it's like if you playing Final Fantasy. And the storyline is like on par with Saints Row or something. It's like, bro, what the, I would rather play multiplayer because this should be deeper. I expect it to be deeper. But mm-hmm. it's like it's like to a point where it's like, is Halo had a fucking storyline? Halo was Halo had the, it was like I'm getting Halo. Dr- to it was play so the story. Niggas like, got yeah, games to play yeah. the story mode. Niggas ain't playing the game. Niggas is playing to see what the multiplayer is like. Go straight GTA, That's true. That's true. Uh, whatever. And yeah, now GTA, you got different modifications. Yeah. You could do different shit now. Mm-hmm. So it's like niggas is not everything is transforming us to a quicker, yeah, our easier. Span is short. Yeah, because of this though, like because of social media, our attention span is shorter. So it's like I can never play the whole Final Fantasy. Right, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy is a long game, like super uh, fucking long. What's that game that just came out? Elden Ring or something? I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm never that- gonna play that. They say there's so much gameplay and so much game, like, so much game. And the it, map is so big. I couldn't play it. My attention span mm. ain't. ain't. Mm-hmm. And I'll be mad. Like, I, be, I just started back reading physical books to yeah. try to increase my attention span. Mm-hmm. It ain't working that good, but you feel like, yeah. I can tell it's shrunk. You know what I mean? That shit's sick. So that's yeah. probably why the storyline went from mm. campaign, like, storyline to campaign. I like Elder Scrolls Skyrim, if you ever See, don't that. type of games. Yeah, I ain't really get into them, man. If you play it, you'll, you'll get it. I would want to break like my TV. Person, right? Yeah, it's first person, and then you can go into third person. It's it's a lot of shit to it, but it's like a role-playing game, and, and you get to pick your race and shit like mm-hmm. that. And I know. like RPGs. That's, yeah. that's, that shit could be pretty cool. That was like VR before VR. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me, and I think me and you might have talked about it, um... But y'all niggas watch anime? Yeah. yeah. You got on the Hunter X Hunter, so I already know. I know me and sure. Justin talked about some anime. Nas is just like... I'm all right. You know, I'm, I dip in now. Sometimes <laughs> I, I'll watch some anime. Literally got Bakugo just screaming at <laughs> Yeah, I right just... I, I Sometimes I go back and forth, but go ahead. Somebody told me basically, like, anime... Um, like, for niggas who watch anime, you know animes have, like, great storylines. So then going from watching anime and then going to watching a movie or a TV show or some shit and it don't be like no storyline that's where it'd be like it'd be like I can't fuck with this now what an, like, what anime character is your spirit animal that I, you can look at the know. most and be like damn you know what I'm saying I could kind of relate in a way but I'm he kind of screams at, okay okay I'm gonna definitely say that I'm gonna say my hero you know what I'm saying I fuck with my hero Bakugo really brings I'm a Leo so we kind of got that fire mm-hmm. to like 
he mean. <laughs> he got the he the sh- nigga with the things. Yeah, on yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Josh, you I think come off like a mean nigga though. Listen, when you, I ain't gonna lie to Bakugo you. I don't is like always mean. I, I, I don't. That's that's why I look at Bakugo because it's like he'll talk to you, but at the same time he just like he go about his day. Like mm-hmm. he ain't he ain't trying to politic with you unless you bring some type of substance where it's just like okay because mm-hmm. uh, I think. Who, what's his name? Kirishima or whatever. He was the one that could harden his body up. He was tolerating Bakugo. And mm-hmm. Bakugo, Bakugo would push him away. But he just kept coming. Right. And Bakugo was like, you know what? I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. You, 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 still, you still coming around even when I'm pushing your ass away. But, you know, you a good asset. Mm-hmm. You my friend now. I gotta watch my hero. I don't know, bro. I think mine is like on one of them off-brands. I think like off-brand anime. Like Sword Art Online. I can't think of his main character, but that's like... That'd be like somebody like that. I want to save everybody, bro. I don't like Sword Art. You don't like it? I, I like tried first getting two. into it. The first one was like cool. It. I like anything where they get stuck in a game, bro. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Stuck in the game? Yeah, anything where they get st- like stuck into a, a game or somewhere like they was playing a game and they, they can't take the helmet off, shit like that. I love mm, like those Digimon. Kind of Damn. I be nah, I, I be consider that more that. like Pokemon though. Oh, okay. Like I don't really consider that in the same class. What I'm talking about, but like those kind though. Like I, I read the mangas on shit like that. Uh-huh. Were y'all them Yu-Gi-Oh niggas that one? I'm not a Yu-Gi-Oh. Tell the truth now. I'm not no. an anime nigga like that. I try to get into anime. It's just, it's just not my. It's like I'll get into it, but it's like mm, it's too long. It's no. not. I watch be, Yu-Gi-Oh. I would never play the card. Yeah, you never my brothers had the, cards, had the cards. Collected them. Like a bunch of them. Like had like a little stacks. booklet. You know, mm-hmm. flip through like an old disc player and everything. Not I the disc player. I wasn't that. <laughs> no, I'm saying like they'll have like the little book mm-hmm. and they'll flip it like it was pages. Oh, and yeah, all yeah. the rare cards that they had, they put them in the slots, whatever, and it just had like a little. Oh, yeah, little yeah, book. I remember that. Everybody had that. Some yeah. people had that. Anime. I had a card. Took collection. over for a little bit. Anime got me through depression though. Okay. Cartoons and shit. And they Naruto too. Like if you go yeah. through depression, like you kind of will find yourself in an anime. Naruto. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like the spirit animal thing. Like you got like a certain character. Yep. Like you took Naruto. Like like that first arc of Naruto. Like where mm-hmm. you finding out that people turned his back on him. And yeah, he still keep putting himself out there, and people keep like, if you going through it, bro, that yeah. you just shed a tear and get through some shit watching oh, Naruto. God. <laughs> I done shed a couple tears watching Naruto. And was just like Naruto has like nigga, you I. You can't watch him find out about Jiraiya and, and not feel no kind of way. Facts. Like, because that nigga, like, he he like, yo, what's up? Like, what y'all <laughs> doing? What's going on? And everybody in that bitch like, yo, it's some shit we got to tell you. And That's, it's like, yeah. that shit was hard. But it was like, it don't even be necessarily what they go through. It, it be how they get through it. Yeah. And niggas be like, yo, this... And, but they be real about it, too. And that's what helped it make you understand, like... All right, your pain is like, it's is kind of the same as theirs. Like, even though they characters, how they dealing with their pain and how they go through it is like something you can learn from. And like that nigga was like, bro, I can't go through life like holding on to the pain and that shit. Like, it's simple, but that shit be like some mature ass 12, 13 year olds, bro. Right. Like, I wouldn't like that at twelve or thirteen. Bro. No, I just rewatched Naruto. Like, he I would not rewatched it, but no, just... no, no, I'm saying them. The oh, characters are yeah, like mature yeah. as well. Oh yeah, but back then when you was watching anime, you was made fun of. Mm-hmm. Now it's oh, you watch anime? Oh, it's super cool now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm seeing women now watching anime out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you even know about this? I thought you was gonna talk shit about mm-hmm. me. I watched it, but now it's cool. Because motherfuckers know now, like anime is not like. 
anime ain't one of them things where niggas can just be like, yo, because you, all you got to do is show niggas, like, watch this. Like, Sit down and just watch it. Watch a few episodes. And, like, shit, my roommate, CJ, niggas to sit down and watch, I watch some anime, and now he watching the whole series or something. Like, yeah. that's all it take. All it take is for people to see it, see, see it as, like, and I'm his roommate, and I don't be. He he be. I'll watch some Attack on Titan when I catch it. Bro, I'll watch it, bro. nigga. I, I can't. Yeah, I ain't watched Attack on. I, 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 I haven't started it because I haven't been in the best of moods. I, yeah, I'm not gonna sit down and dedicate the time to it. I don't think. Like I, I haven't started Attack on Titan or One Piece for the reason that. No, I haven't started One Piece. You might as well just leave One Piece alone, bro. That's like a million episodes, and it's fifteen. You gonna keep going for years. Yeah. See. Like, I like shit like Black Clover. And they don't even got another season on TV of that. Like, mm. I just be watching, like, reading anime and shit. Please don't the say Dragon Brother. Ball Z. I love no, Dragon no. Ball Z to the... To I ain't the a Dragon Ball Z fan. It's the Definitely. same arc. It's, it's not. It's, it's not the, the same. same arc. Bro, I'm about they to get keep... this nigga into anime. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, bro. All I'm saying it, is... It is. It's a lot of repetitive shit. This episodes could be quicker. But as a kid, Saturday, 7 p.m., that shit coming on on Toonami... Nigga, you is not like Toonami was good though. Like I think, cause only only arcs I ever seen on Toonami was Frieza, Cell, even Majin Super Buu kind of was yeah, towards, the towards the end of it. Yeah. So anything after that, it do kind of feel repetitive. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm watching no more. But that little Ultra Instinct shit was kind of cool. Yeah, though. I, I just watched. Was I just cool. finished Super. Super was really good. But you know uh, something? I also realized I'm. I used to like be like I'm gonna wait till the whole series come out. But now I'm watching it like episode by episode. It feel a whole lot better, and then it give me something to look forward to, on a, like for the next episode. Like it's not that instant gratification where it's like I'm getting it as soon as I want it, or like it's like you gotta wait for it. And like some shit is worth waiting for. And I think like in life, like that's something I'm trying to like learn. Like with everything, like it's okay. It's okay to wait for it. Like anything that you can get. I ain't gonna say anything you can get fast is is bad because a motherfucker drop a million in my account right now y'all won't see me. That's up. I'm gone. That's perfect. Oh, but, so see how we on that topic. So say like <laughs> you get the lotto, right? Lotto like eighty seven point five million. You the only one that know. You only want you know because when you win the lottery they put you on TV, which I, I think is a huge fat ass yeah, setup. I'm yeah, telling them there's no camera time. No oh. camera time. No camera time. I think I hire like an attorney to get it for you or some shit. Yeah. Like that's oh, no I don't think you necessarily got to go and be on camera to pick it up. Oh, okay. I thought it was almost oh, yeah. like some people wear shit. like masks and shit like that. I would do that. Mm-hmm. The shit, like you got eighty seven point five, but Uncle Sam take like a lot gonna of that cut shit. that yeah. and brutally have. Not saying it's okay, but if I only paid a dollar for this and I'm getting like fifty million out of my eighty million, I ain't go be like. Yeah. You ain't gonna be tripping I'm not even like taking that. a lump sum if I win the lottery. Like I know a lot of people will. Yeah, I'm not even taking a lump sum. I'm taking a, the annual, monthly payments. Like yeah. it just is what it is. Cause I, I, Cause I you can't don't, have it all at once, right? I'm not responsible enough. Right, you right. can. You can get it all at once. I would, depending on if my kids can continually have it after the month to month. Because of course, that month to month, I, I'm gonna probably be dead by the time the money run out. But I don't want them niggas to have but that you, shit I think either. You set right. up an account. Like, you can set up accounts with access after a certain age and shit mm-hmm. like that. You could do that. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be nice. See, like, stuff like this. Wealth. See, stuff like this is not taught in schools, mm-hmm. which nah. is a problem because a lot of times you go out in the streets or whatever, and you see kids just, like, buying hella designer 
or whatever. I and never understood that shit in you, high school. I why is niggas wearing like four thousand dollars worth of J's or like the newest designer mm-hmm. Mason Margella and stuff like that? Know, when you can you can take that four thousand and use it for something else that you need a fucking car. Mm-hmm. It's trendy, bro. Like a lot it of is. shit is about like even when we talk about with um, anime, right? And then back to like all this shit tied together, like mental health, social media, all this shit, like forced trends. Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce a lot of the shit that's expensive to wear. Ferragamo, yeah. I'm not that. was a that. big thing. That was Ferrag- a big thing. No, definitely Ferragamo. Ferragamo was a huge thing in high school, bro. But I was ne- the belts. The, the Balenciagas, oh, yeah. the, the, the tall. The big sketchers. The belts. No, the, the, bright the, red, the, the bright reds, the bright blue uh, Balenciaga um, joints. And them shits. The bulky. That's uncomfortable. Okay, what else? Know is, what else? Well, was, like, you gotta, the Gucci belts. That's the thing, though. It's like, it's... You wear this shit and then people give you this unearned clout. Mm. Yeah. Because I went and put this shit on, so now I'm that nigga. You yeah. Me? And that shit is stupid. Oh, that costs when, money. Yeah. Like, Nas, you got on your own brand right now. That should be just as important as oh, going outside and wearing a Gucci. Support you know, orange. Uh, black businesses. But if a nigga go outside and be like, oh, bro, I got, you got the orange Gucci on? Because Gucci don't typically do orange, so it's like, you yeah. going crazy. But Some of these brands should be racist, the too. Most of them are. Yeah, most of them are. It's about culture shock. I was watching that in a... I'm a nigga. Joe Budden? It was one of them podcasts I was watching. I guess I shouldn't be. Y'all be watching Joe... He's schizophrenic. I watch Joe Budden, Joe Rogan, Mike Tyson... Uh, I like Wallon, Mike Tyson. Oh, not Joe, Joe Rogan is yeah, the I racist, watch, not Joe Budden. But I like his conspiracies because he be having some shit. They be talking about some... Definitely, some I definitely like Mike Tyson. Who else I look... Uh, 85 South for a good laugh. For sure. Um, and I think that's it. I think, and Wallow and Gilly. Um, mm. But that, speaking of Wallow and Gilly, I got a chance to like sit down and talk with them niggas on a one on one type of time. And that's what made me do wear my shit. Mm-hmm. I always seen Wallow in his shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he'll have like some Adidas pants or some shit like that, or some other person's brand on there. But he always had his shit on. And then it, um, one of my sons asked me, he was like, bro. You always wearing your shit. Number one, I got like four or five sweatshirts. You know what I mean? Right. Or and I got t-shirts. It's like, why not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why? Wouldn't why, why wouldn't I wear my shit? You know what I mean? And then it's like, shit. Other people rock with it and, and, and shit like that. It's nothing more gratifying to see like your brand. And we're not even starting a clothing line. You know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. trying to start a media company and, and shit like that. But shit's hard, by the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But it's just like the thing of it is just like seeing what you thought of on somebody else and you didn't even ask them like hey shout me out they, they just wearing it with a regular mm-hmm. outfit it's like so dope to me i don't give right. a fuck if you you did it just because or you this is your cleaning shirt yeah. or whatever the fact that you bought it you're wearing it just because mm-hmm. and it, or you're going with outfit niggas in hoodies it'd be like it'd be a good feeling it'd be like bro y'all yeah. fuck with us i, yeah, I fuck literally with that. Like, and it's not like one of the like the brown hoodies we got come back out with the brown yeah. hoodies. Need one. but like Definitely. Motherfuckers be wearing them bitches, but I made sure like these was gonna be hoodies that's heavy that mm-hmm. you can wear every day. Like shit, I don't even need a coat. This bitch heavy as fuck. Like, like, like good heavy yeah, this like this my smoker hoodie. This is like I'm about to run to the store hoodie. That's what I wanted when it came to that shit. And then it's like uh, when it comes to I ain't mean to make it like that, but when it comes to like like this shit, like this somebody made this, like somebody sketched this out mm-hmm. for me. I like shit like that. Like, right. I don't like to be like, all right, let's go on the graphic. I need for you to sketch it. I want to see it. This is how I want it to look, but I know your artistic touch is going to add a little mm-hmm. some flair to it, right. and it's going to give it some more. Yeah, like, we bounce off ideas, me and Vince, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, 
shit, I got the I got this on, I got the the humble beast joint on, and it was just like, shit, like, and if you look at the bees, like it's a good side and it's a bad side. This is conscious decisions, you know, right. and, and you being humble. How how do I want to take an aggressive approach or do I want to take a peaceful approach when mm-hmm. becoming this humble beast? So, but it is important to get like you know when you see your stuff out there, you, you know, get your little get your little recognition, whatever, because yeah. you know. I mean, you gotta wear it like it's designer. Like yeah. that, that's the thing. Like we people wear designer because of what comes with it. Mm-hmm. It's not that these clothes are comfortable or that this is mm-hmm. top dollar fashion. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, if it is, the people that we're seeing ain't wearing it. You feel me? Like I'm sure Diddy's sweaters feel a lot different than uh, who's somebody lower than Diddy? Nigga, gunner sweaters. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, I'm sure this shit feels different. So it's like wear your shit. Like wear your own shit. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we we fetishize this designer shit. You feel me? Like I'm not doing that. It, like I said earlier about the cars, like, bro, I'm not trying to yeah. go get no fucking crazy-ass car that... Why would I go get a Trackhawk when I'm not going to drive it fast? Right. Man. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. I'm not going to drive it fast. Why would I do that when I could have spent that money on something else? So it's like hitting the lottery shit. I would, I would say that shit for my kid. Like, not say... I'm going to spend it. Don't yeah. you know, but I would... I'm irresponsible because even though I'm talking against that shit, I ain't never had shit. So I might go get some shit to satisfy that, co- that yeah. child in me that ain't never had shit. So it's like, okay, let's break this shit down, right? I can, I can slowly build a plan on how to spend this money. I can build a business, I can build a brand, I can build, you know, different shit based on this uh Yeah, teach them why they increments of this money. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. and then when I got kids, I got it put up. Yeah. And that's one thing I had to like, you know, Vince like kinda I still do it. Like I like expensive shit. And that's you know and that's I mean? okay and that's okay to like it is to, he was doing to a, the way I was doing <laughs> it, I can agree. I was ODing. But it's just like I look at it like this cost the most, this must be the best. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I don't want to have nothing less than the right. best. You know what I mean? So that's that was my thing. Like, I always wanted, I don't give a fuck if these jeans was $60. These these jeans that's $20 don't look like these $60. These must be the best jeans. Right. I know that's like a weird mentality of thinking. Like, I kind of morphed though. it. It's, it's, I ain't never had shit. Yeah. I can afford this shit now. Like, that's common for us. Like, that's why it's, it's all the dope boys from wherever we from. They do all the same shit. Like, I ain't never had shit. Now I'm about to get the most expensive shit. And that's it takes us to the designer. They buy the designer because it's the most, you know what I mean? It's the most expensive. Like and This is not on no hate shit. This is just no, it's real not. life. It's it's just, yeah, like, I, I feel what you're saying. Like, but that's why you got to take your take your own mind back, bro. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of us aren't individuals no more. Like, we, it's a yeah. lot of group think going on, bro. Like, a lot of pack thinking going on. Like, we don't think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because when I leave this bitch, I'm going to get in my car, and I'm going to do this. For a long fucking time, bro, while I'm driving. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm going to feel like I missed a bunch of shit while we're sitting here. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably ain't missed shit. Mm-hmm. And the shit you did miss don't even apply to you. At all. But out of habit, you're going to do it. And, and I that's think what that's it what fucked with, our, fuck with our self-esteem and it fucked with our, our mindset and our mental state about a lot of shit. Because it's like, we had this, uh, don't leave me or don't want to feel left out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me. And I got, I got imposter syndrome bad, right? And so it's like, I don't want to be left out. But I also don't feel like I deserve to be there, mm-hmm. so I'm left in the consumer spot, like a spectator spot, where so you, it's like I just gotta watch social media. And so like, right. that shit, that okay. shit sucks. I, I never, I never heard of that. I heard, I heard about imposter syndrome, but I didn't know how that worked. It's just basically yeah. feeling like you not, you don't mm-hmm. deserve. Like it don't matter how much you good shit you do, you don't deserving. feel like you deserving of whatever gratification you get or like whatever accolades mm-hmm. you get. Wouldn't that be the same as like unappreciated? Nah, no, because people like can show appreciation, but you just still feel like. Um, like you, you not. This isn't you. You shouldn't even be here. Like, and it ain't even got to be after you get the shit. It could be even before. It could be like I'm not gonna take that job because I'm not qualified for it. But you, nigga, 
That shit just require a bachelor's degree, you and you got that. Mm. Go for it. Or it might not even try type shit. Like you yeah. might not even try. Like for instance, like I keep bringing shit to music because I'm making music. But it's like I could go. I could be taking music this direction, but I take it this direction because it's safe. Because I really don't feel like I deserve to be mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. right? When this direction is gonna get me here quicker because I got the talent, I take this direction because it's safer. Because a part of me kind of don't want to ever make it, mm. and that's imposter yeah. syndrome. Mm-hmm. Plan your work and work your plan. See, I don't know, like. I feel like with a lot of things, like like even going way way back to like me venting to my like my mom, I was like, I had to come to a point where it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm 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 the I'm like, I I always go with the biblical terms because I was in Catholic school majority of my life, but like it's like Moses, like at one point Moses didn't know where the fuck he was he, finna he go. He was going. He was going. He was going. He kept going. But at a point where he was like, God said, nah. <laughs> You're not deserving of going where we need you to go. You know what I mean? But I looked at that as I might not be able to go, but my kids might go. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Or somebody I inspired might go. That might be my purpose. Because then Jacob took the niggas to where it was the promised land. Right. Yeah, I'm going. I'm got, I got the pack. I'm going. I am I know where we're trying to go, but I don't know what. It might be snakes. It might be, you know, it might be all this different you shit. Leading, so I'm leading. And I was just, I had a shutdown because I'm like, I, I ain't got like no lead either. Like, where's the map? Like, I'm supposed to go. I just be wondering like what the conversations be like when God like talking to like Luke, you know, Joshua. But you know, you know what's so crazy? And this is about me watching Joe Rogan. They said the Bible was made from psychedelics, Mm -hmm. like mushrooms. Like, you hear about a nigga talking to a burning bush, you gonna be like, this nigga off wet. (laughs) <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, no, on some shit. Like, you gonna be like, if a nigga, like, look into the sky and God turned around and showed him a glimpse of his back, and that was the most beautiful thing you seen, it do equate to like some nigga taking shrooms or the ayahuasca or the DMT or some shit like that. And they was like, it was something in those type of drugs that possessed them that they could see us a, a, a God or something to reveal them to that. And translated that into a higher like learning because it's I seen this shit on social media. It was like uh, basic instructions being before leaving basic Earth. Before, bef- yeah, before, before leaving Earth. That's like the Bible term. I was like that could have been that could be That's very what true. I was always taught from like a kid. Never, never knew. That was like my first time ever seeing the that. Bible. Is like a it's not a blueprint, but it's like a guide. It's a starting guide. It's like. This is how you supposed to live your life, like. But even then, still, like, say if like, all right, everybody's waiting for the second coming. Did they? I'm also wondering too. When I was there, I'm like, are they passing around this book? That, but that's why I said a lot of things have been ripped out. Like a lot of things, a lot of chapters have been ripped out. A lot of like just to have war and things of that nature. I can't. I can't really get into the Bible because I feel like um, it's been tampered. The Bible has been tampered with for sure, but I also feel like the, in some instances, like the Bible is a crutch. Like, we probably would not have been slaves for so long if we ain't had a Bible. Like, but you know, I, I would say this though, the Bible, the the Bible's way of slaves is not how white people did no, like slavery. Though. I'm not saying like they got it out the Bible, but them teaching us. Uh, yeah, them teaching us, like, all right, Christianity and everything, and this is how you... T- you give hope to people to make them keep going. Right. And I feel like 
And them times, if 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 I ain't have hope, I would have just ended shit. And it was no like society consequence of it, like no no push. To, you feel like all right. So back to the John Lennon imagine it was no heaven, no hell, no. It was just a life of peace. Mm-hmm. Those things like suicide and those things like that would be non-existent of a thought of I'm doing this would be bad for me to do. I'm going to hell or this is no Not consequence even, of well, that. Well, yes, that. But yeah. it's also like it's like brainwashing it's like i'm telling y'all y'all are supposed to be here this is what god has ordered Mm -hmm. for us this is like y'all are supposed to serve me y'all supposed to do all this ain't no way i'm ain't no way i'm gonna feel like okay nigga you can give me lashes and do this and do that to me and then you can come and try to preach the spiritual word, word to me that shit sound demonic to me so like you're that, saying like the bible was the first cell phone as in the first way of manipulation yeah it was manipulation it could be yeah, yeah. like i think uh, so so they say it's like the um, red, red sea scrolls or whatever right like we mm-hmm. lost pretty much the original bible was lost right they went and tried to recover some quote, of it unquote. king james translated it right so i ain't no telling what that really said because i highly doubt he spoke that language right that's what i've been wondering um, too so he took some slaves and had them translated which that don't mean a language was perfect you feel me so boom we got some some shit, right? We just got some shit. Some of it could be real, some of it could be not. Right. But I think, like, when I was really fucked up in, this, in that depression, bro, I was really sitting there, like, I had a thought, and I was like, bro, I don't know what's real, but I hope we get a redo after this, right? And I'm not saying yeah. that reincarnation is real, but I'm like, bro, I might have fucked this one up. This, mm. this, I might have fucked this one up. I don't want to come back here. That, that, I don't know what here going to be, mm, right? right? But I'm just saying, like, if I get another chance to live again, mm. I hope, you feel me, that it, and, you get that chance. Because it's... We don't know, bro. Like, we don't know if this all going to end. Who going to be the real God? I think there's a God. I think all them separate religions is split off. There's a story in the Bible about that, too. Um, but even with that, it's just like, we don't know. And we're never going to know. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, yes. when I go to sleep, right, I don't dream a lot, right? Like, I just started sleeping with rain sounds and shit. Somebody. That shit, that shit been helping. But I don't dream a lot. So, like, it be black as fuck for eight hours. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up. What if that's death? Yeah. Like, what if it's just black as fuck and you just don't wake up? Yeah. But you... That's tough. I I have, like, this thing, um, this playlist that helps me sleep. And it helps me stay asleep. Like, I'm asleep the whole time. Um, and I wake up well-rested. I'm, it's, like, it's cool. But for months, because I listened to it, I didn't dream. And I just kept, like, like you said, it's eight hours of blackness. It's not even like you wake up and he's like... Okay, I kind of barely remember that dream. It's like I know it wasn't yeah, know shit. shit, and yeah. that, like, once I realized that, that scared me because it was like, nigga, I'm supposed to be dreaming. I've I've been doing this all my life. This is like something that's supposed to occur naturally. I had stopped listening to that. I dream now, but it's like, I don't think that shit. That shit, them like you said, eight hours is just blackness. I don't want that. You ever oh, have a dream shit. so good? Uh, you just, you know, you wake up out of it so quick and you try to go back into it. Bro, mm-hmm. I, I'd have so, a dream so good I woke up and got back into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't get back in the mind. It's crazy. It's this, it's this theory that, like, where, like, when you die, it's the, well, it's seven minutes you have until your brain shuts off, right? But seven minutes this time, that could be 70 years another time. And, and meaning, like, when people say, true. like, your life is flashing before your eyes and shit, you may just be experiencing your life. You know what I mean? 
and you're just you're enduring your seven minutes and when your seven minutes are up that's the the mm -hmm. death of whatever lessons you've learned through this life um another thing that is like with like dreams and things of that nature i've had dreams where i've i've walked in them which we all have walked in them and it was weird because it was like i'm gonna tell the story it was a it was a girl and i told vince and it was like i was like in a party setting and shit like that and she looked at me i never seen this face i never seen like what she looked like and any of that and she goes and says you so you just gonna you're not gonna say anything to me you're gonna act like you don't know me and then i hugged in the in the dream i hugged her mm -hmm. and it felt like oh i i haven't seen you in so i i haven't you know what i mean seen you in so long x y and z oh time you hugging him and no, I wasn't even hugging. I wasn't even. I was, it's just like I don't know what it was. And then it was like I'm thinking I woke up out of the dream. I'm out of bed, but it's like um, I'm, I get out of my bed and then I go and then it's like another figure. It's a woman. She was like horns or something like, like little stubby horns and mm -hmm. shit like that. And she and I'm like pinpointing like you know it's a map. It's a map. So I'm like trying to like figure out the map. So she asks me. She says, "So what's your power?" So what you mean? She's like, well, I can, you know, turn myself into um, flames and stuff like that. So like, what you, what can you do? Uh, and then I like I explained what I could do and shit like that. But it <laughs> felt what could you do? <laughs> like like how did you? But it felt like it was like real. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it felt like this was like, oh shit, yeah, we got powers here, type shit like that. So we really don't know like. And then even like I have a lot of fucking dreams. I had a fucking dream that I'm like in a fucking like stretcher. You know what I mean? Like, it, this is first grade. I'm in a stretcher, and my wife's, like, over me. She's, like, all I can hear is, like, is he going to make it? You know what I mean? da 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 da, da this, that, and that. I've never met this woman a day in my life. I'm in first grade, and a woman's talking about, like, I'm in a stretcher. Is he going to make it? Like, this is my wife, the X, Y, and Z. Fourth grade, I had a fucking dream about I'm a dad, and I have two twin girls. Like, shit like that. Like, what was your power, though? Yeah, that nigga lost on the power. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, got, I got stuck on that. Like, I, that I, really I don't, know, I don't know what my power was, like, necessarily. Like, that that part that of part it, it was, was, like, foggy, but she did ask me, like, what was my power? Because mm -hmm. she could do this this thing. But, like, the way she looked, it didn't look scary to me. Mm -hmm, like, sure. it just looked, like, normal. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, because, okay, so, like, I tell him, um, I'd be into a lot of conspiracies, so... Sometimes, and I'd be thinking just about a lot of shit, and sometimes I do feel like niggas could be in a simulation. Like, niggas just, we could be hooked up somewhere. Maybe we not humans, like, in our true forms or whatever. We could be whatever. And this is just, like, us, like, hooked up to some shit for 15 minutes, we in the metaverse. Shit. And we, we, like, going through, you play as a character, you got an avatar, this and that. You go through life and then you get up out the shit and then you like somewhere else and maybe maybe those dreams because I've been different people in my dreams too like I I don't think I've ever necessarily seen myself but at times I felt like a different person like I know I'm not in my actual body my body looks a little bit different or whatever I'm taller I'm shorter or whatever so maybe like dreams are like our memories from those encounters in, yeah. in other simulations. That'd be hard though. Like that's I can't, like I say, bro. I I don't feel like this. I fuck this life up. Like I still got shit I want to do. Mm -hmm. But I definitely hope you feel me. I, I almost hope that's you feel me. What we get to go to next. Yeah. I stopped dreaming, right? Um. So when you when you had when you piss in your dream, you piss in real life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had pissed on myself, bro. When I was like fourteen, bro. I stopped I stopped dreaming after that. Bro. Mm -hmm. 
like per, like tried to make myself stop doing that because mm-hmm. like that shit was too real. So yeah. I don't think I had a look like a lucid dream where I was in control of some shit. I ain't had a dream like that in a while. Yeah, I true. have those and those. Though sometimes that shit not fun because it's like um, sometimes like I know. That shit leads to sleep paralysis. Mm. Somebody up. standing over you. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I become aware that I'm up and I wake up. I look like I look around my room, lay back down, go right back into my sleep. And it just be like, I'm aware of that. I can hear like him and his mom. He got back from Philly. I hear them up at 5 a.m. moving and shit. I'm still sleeping. I ain't moving, but I'm aware that they up and they moving. And that shit, it be like, it's cool, but then it'd be like, all right, why am I not completely sleeping or why am I not completely where I'm supposed to be at? And then, like I said, that shit will lead to sleep paralysis. And I, y'all niggas ever had sleep paralysis before? For sure. It's not when I stop dreaming. Yeah. Like that, when I stop dreaming, sleep paralysis stop. Nigga, I had sleep paralysis on some weird shit. Like, I'm, it's black. It's pitch black. Like, how do you say it? I wasn't dreaming nothing like that. All I hear is, like, I'm, I'm in darkness. Like, I know I'm in darkness, though. Yeah. I'm like, bro, where the fuck am I at? I hear my mom's voice. You're okay. You know what I mean? Like, I just need some, like, I don't know where this world is. Like, it's just, I just need something comforting. So I hear my mom's voice in there and and stuff like that. So I'm thinking I'm out the dream. Right. I see my door. I see everything. I get up. Boom, boom, boom. I see CJ's door. It's cracked. It's like a little bit of light. Still dark. I see a little bit of light. I go to open the door. I fall through. Boom. For real? Yeah, fall Damn. through, boom, it's back like dark, and I'm like, I'm like, mom, I don't know where I'm at, and she's like, it's okay, like, it's you're you're gonna be okay, just bear with me, like stuff like that. I woke up, and I was back in my room. Yeah. Shit was weird, like shit be like, it be it be like, I don't know if it be. Dream, like I really think the brain, right? And this is why I be getting mad at myself when I get like depressed or something. Mm-hmm. Your brain is so powerful, bro. If you wanted to sound like a completely different person. I think your brain's strong enough to make that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, if you wanted to... I damn near think you could grow still if you wanted to, if you tapped into that part of your brain. Yeah, because we, you know like, we only do, like, 10% of our brain. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, when I see people who... Like, I'm a person who believes somebody who put their all into something, they never fail. I really mm-hmm. do believe that. And I think if you failed, you probably didn't give it your all. Because mm-hmm. I just don't think your brain will let it happen. Like, you're going to figure it out. So it's like when you be sleep paralysis, like, you be having a good-ass dream, you running around. I think your brain is moving faster than, like... The part of your brain that controls that is moving faster than the part that controls our body. Mm-hmm. So sleep paralysis is your brain is operating at like 90%, not 90% mm-hmm. usage, but like activity, and your body is at zero still. So you're trying to get up, and your brain is like, get up, but your mm-hmm. body can't react yet. Mm-hmm. When I was young, I used to think it was like demons and shit, yeah. like holding me down and shit, but it's just like, as I get older, it kind of don't make sense. Right. Uh, I feel like um, that shit, because it feel like when I get the, the feeling of sleep paralysis, it's like, um, it feels like somebody is invading. Somebody's not supposed to be there. So, like, it, it feels like um, I can feel my body gets warm and it gets, like, it gets warm in a way where my blood is warm. Like, it gets hot or whatever. Like, you know how you about to get into a fight and your your body get warm. You prepare yourself. Your body prepares itself for something. And, and that's how it feels. And it's like, um, like, my first time having sleep paralysis and being aware I have sleep paralysis, um, I was at my sister-in-law's house, and I fell asleep on her couch. Um, and I had woke up because I just felt something over me. I woke up, and I just remember being a shadowy figure standing over me. And I just felt like something pushed down on me, and I couldn't, like, 
nigga couldn't breathe. I couldn't, like, get up, nothing. I had to, like, pray through it and get up out of it. And then, like, the the reason why I feel like it was something there is because, like, literally days later, like, they found the body downstairs, like, decomposed and everything. Like, yeah, dude died in there. So it's like, with stuff like that, I'd I be feeling like there it, it is something there. Something is trying to either, like, I, I, I don't know crazy shit, but I see shit, shit sometimes. Like, I, and I've been seeing it since I was a kid. So it's like, that should be feeling like something. And then, and like, the other night, I, I was getting it. I was, I felt myself sinking in. Mm-hmm. And, and I was trying to, like, stop. Sometimes you can catch it. Sometimes you can't. And I remember, like, sinking into the bed. I felt it. And I was, but I was woke and I couldn't move. It was like from the lucid dream. I woke up. Looked at the ceiling, I, I was like, it's coming. And then I'm like, um, I remember I being there, I'd be like, help. <laughs> help. I've definitely been in that spot. Like, I'd okay. be trying to scream as much as I, and these niggas don't be around at all. Yeah, like, I'd be like, how the fuck y'all ain't hear me? Then I'd get out of it. I'd be like, all right, fuck it. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> no, I definitely feel that. Because it's, it's, like I said, I ain't had them in a long time, but I do remember, like, when I had them. The only thing that's, like, constant would be like that. <laughs> You know, like when yeah, you come out, right? When you come out of you, yeah. like it's like, damn, was somebody choking me? But it don't, yeah. you don't, like it ain't like I felt no pressure on my neck or nothing. I just felt something heavy on my yeah. chest or like, like we, me and we don't get along, especially Indica. So like when I smoke, right, I forget how to breathe almost. Like you almost skip a breath or something. And mm. it's that same feeling of that. <laughs> mm. It's like, was I holding my breath? You feel me? So like, I definitely feel mm. what you're saying. And I, I don't know. I believe in, in it. Like my, my thoughts be contradicting with like what's real in life, right? Because mm. I believe in. God, I believe in spirits. Like you, I don't think you can really believe in God and not believe in yeah. spirits. You feel mm-hmm. good or bad, like. So it's like, I do believe calling on Jesus' name will get some spirits involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely believe that. So I just be like, in the moments that I had that, I just, hey, that's, I just yeah. start praying or something. Cause it's like, I can't fight in my dreams, right? I can't right. throw a hard punch you, to save my life in my you dreams. You throwing soft punches, man. Right? Right. So it's like I can't really fight back. So it's like all I can do is like really mm-hmm. tap into what I believe in. You feel me? So. But and yeah. I don't know if that's like, cause I, I I've done that, but I don't know if that's like just the the power of like actual like let's say shit religion is real and like it is actually something spirit on spirit right yeah like, and it's helping or if it's just me like stealing myself like I'm I'm good I'm gonna get up out of this that shit do which like, could also be true you know what I mean like I I believe because I believe in this that mm-hmm. I'm gonna get out of this and yeah I, it's like manifesting mm-hmm. like I do believe in you can manifest shit and you can do it like I know I, I'm gonna fuck around and have sleep paralysis in a few days just cause we because spoke of, about this but I know it be other shit a million dollars it be it do be other shit <laughs> that you can speak of and you can speak that shit into existence and you can be like yeah I know I'm about to get this I'm about to get this I'm about to get this or this is about to happen I know every time a move about to hit my phone or something or like when I'm about to get some money, I just know that shit about to come somehow, some way. Like, like you kind of speak it and you will it into existence. I mean, manifestation real though, and that's why like I think I get on like my friends, like even if y'all was to tell me something, it's like you really gotta believe. It's like you can say something and not believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, bro, this is gonna be the biggest podcast in the world. If Nas don't really believe it, then manifestation ain't gonna work. You gotta put the mm-hmm. work right. in too. Yeah. But if you believe it, it's yeah. easier to do the work, I think. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But like, you The know, work comes easier. All the preaching, what you want, you got to put it in the work for, for it. Sure. God like, going to give you what you ask for. Faith without work is dead. Come on, yeah, man. And, that, and that's the, the toughest, the toughest. And I'll, this is probably my last point. 
but this is that was the toughest lesson um i had to swallow like i asked to be here as in at one point in time i prayed to be on my own to do this do that you know what i mean mm-hmm. i prayed now i gotta grow through what I'm praying for the next level. You know what I mean? And I don't even know what I'm going to go through in that next level. But right here in this situation that I'm in, I pray for this back then. And then I have to be, you know, and I had to learn. I had to be grateful because it's like people are praying to be in my position. You know what I mean? So I can't can't look at somebody like I'm better than you. I'm better. No, I just got more responsibilities than you. You know what I mean? And that's, that's one big lesson I had to like. I'm not, I never thought I was better than anyone, maybe better off, but... No, nah, I just got more responsibilities, and these this shit is hell. You know what I mean? So, okay. when you want somebody's life, like this rich, lavish life, are you willing to want the responsibilities that they have to take care of right. with that? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you can make this shit look easy, man. but it don't. You get into like that. That all of us like shit. All of us in here is Greek. That's a perfect example. Like you be thinking like it look easy, then you yeah. get on on it. And you in it, you done crossed everything. And it's like, shit, it's so much harder afterwards. Like, And it's like certain shit, because it be like certain shit you can go through and you you going through it or it's happening to you. Now you got to actually make this shit happen, which mm-hmm. it requires more work. So, yeah. No, nah, that's facts, bro. Like, that's, it's, I, I seen something on Instagram, and it said, you got to remember that you are who you prayed to be five years ago. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be thankful for that. That like you accomplished what you said you wanted to accomplish. Yeah, you might still be fucked up because there's different things affecting mm-hmm. you now. But five years ago, I wanted to be a college graduate. I wanted to be mm-hmm. a part, be a part of my fraternity. Like I wanted to be who I am. You feel mm-hmm. like I wanted to have an album out. Like I remember praying about these things, and now it's here. And it's like now you feel me. It's more to do, but it's like mm-hmm. I wasn't here at one point. You feel yeah. me? I wasn't. And, if I didn't think I would make it, you know right. what I mean. Now I'm here, so it's like you kind of just got, like you said, you got to look at it and work through it. Oh. Pray through it, man. So with that being said, it's time. Hey, I shouldn't put y'all on TikTok, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be missing content moment. You do. You be on TikTok. I'll see you now. It's you about that time. Right, where we man. get y'all that positive we've been giving y'all positive insights all all episode honestly i didn't even give an introduction but you know we have two special guests we got the homie juice man uh-huh. we also got the big pr you know what i mean the helping standard on the on the aqua thinking tip you hear me on the before the buzz tip we got josh in the building <laughs> man you, know, I know it is. you ain't gotta say it twice man <laughs> you know behind the scenes we had to have him on camera we was having a little discussion and everything and we just said let's let's turn on these cameras let's let's get it rolling so. yeah, sure. but with that being said niggas what is y'all what is y'all awkward positive message from all this or y'all do y'all have anything from what we've expound upon plan your work and work your plan Mm. Like work the plan. Work the plan. Like that. Um, man, it's it's okay to admit that you're not okay. Yeah. Mm. You feel me? It's okay to admit that you're not okay, and and embrace everything that comes with not being okay until you're okay. It's yeah. it's a lot less uh, painful than trying to hang out and act okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's detrimental. Because mm-hmm. pretending like you okay be a lot of work. Because you gotta <laughs> sh- like you it do it be extra work versus I'm not good, bro. And it affects relationships. Like, it affects you on top of the relationships mm-hmm. of people who actually care about you. And you might finally get out of that, and them people, like, 
Shit, yeah. you did me bad while you was going through that. You ain't right. to it. So. Mm-hmm. Men, it's okay to feel. Whoever tells you, you know, it's not, leave them. For sure. Normalize leaving when your feelings are not validated. Just because right. we're men and we this armor, we this shield or whatever, we go through things too. Mm-hmm. And we try to get women to realize, like, this is it's hard. Y'all want to... They they do the things with the switch and rolls like oh I want to be a male you sure yeah, yeah. No, don't you, you this sure? should be ghetto should be because I never be wish to want to be in the world of women I I'd rather I, I'm cool in my world I think right? I never said I wanted to switch roles because I just don't desire to be fucked like like I don't know that's just like you know how like all right when when girls be like oh I wish I had a dick you know what I mean shit like that I don't be like oh I wish I had a pussy because like. I know what I do to women when I'm having sex, so I'm like, I don't desire to be fucked by a man. That's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I've never whatever you that. like. But if no. I was a woman, I would probably be gay. Yeah, I'd be a dad. I think I would still like women if I was a woman. That's, like, that's my thought that's process. Fair yeah, fair it's different levels. But with that being said, <laughs> I don't wait. What was my positive? Finished, oh, nigga. go ahead. Oh, I, I thought you was done. <laughs> I ain't said shit. Uh, one of the, I feel like one of the best things I've uh, taken away from like a show or something, it ain't even show a, a movie that I watched when I was a kid, but it's just something that stuck with me. It's like Finding Nemo keeps keep swimming. Dory kept saying keep swimming, and like sometimes I do know it'd be like hard to keep going, but you do you gotta keep going because once you stop, unless you stop in to catch a break and get your shit together, once you stop, you stagnant. Keep going. Um, my awkward message is like, um, it's just a message of being transparent. You know what I mean? Like, um, through this journey, it's been very hard. Um, it's been a lot of like doubt when it comes to that. And I know, like, a lot of people say, believe in you know, believe in yourself. Sometimes you don't, you don't believe, and sometimes you need those people to believe in you to pour into you. Sometimes they don't tell you that route. You know what I mean? Like, shit. I, I had a moment, and you know, Vince was like you know hey man we we got to keep it like you know we got to keep it going we got because at a point where my vision got blurry i didn't see where we were going at at a point in time anymore you know what i mean um so wait wait becoming a leader or becoming somebody who's starting their own lane it's not clear it's not going to be clear to everybody it's not going to make sense to even you sometimes what are you doing and and I know a lot of things, like, a lot of things that you say, like, it might make you uncomfortable or might do it sometimes to a certain degree. Don't do everything that makes you uncomfortable. Some things aren't meant to fucking mm. be done. <laughs> but, like, if it takes a toll, like, shit, speaking in front of people or, you know what I mean, do, going out. Like, my right now, I'm dreading, like, not dreading it, but, like, I know, like, we got some content series where... I, a nigga gotta be out in the streets and, and shit like that and be talking to different random people. Right. That's a fear of mine, you know what I mean? But I'm like, that might take niggas to that next level, you know? Right. So, with well, that being said, it's okay to have doubt in your journey. That's what they don't explain. Everybody wants to be this top, top cream of the crop, this alpha male type of type of nigga. But at the end of the day, it's, it's okay to be scared where you're going. But, you know, it's resilience that keeps you strong and that courage gone. So, with that being said, I'm Nas. I'm Vince. Special guest. Juice Man. Josh. <laughs> and thank you for being Aqua with us. See you next week. Yeah. This
is the face in the misty light.